All the technical busy work required to produce a podcast can be a struggle. Establishing trust with clients and increasing sales for your company with your own podcast is something you can do well. We interview the top podcasters in the industry to provide hacks and insights to help you start and scale your podcast. Welcome to The Smooth Podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to The Smooth Podcast. Today's guest is Joey Price. He's the host of Business, Life, and Coffee, a weekly personal and professional development podcast. Joey is also an award-winning human resources executive, business coach, thought leader, and professor. He is the founder of Jumpstart HR, an HR consulting practice specifically for small businesses and startups. As the CEO of Jumpstart, Joey innovates by creating HR solutions for small business owners and startup founders who want to build better and more competitive businesses. As a podcaster on the Business Life and Coffee Show, Joey shares carefully curated conversations on personal finance, psychology, professional development, and business for emerging professionals and business owners alike. BLC is a podcast focused on enhancing the quality of your business and life through relevant content that endures over time. Joey is a recent HR Executive Magazine Top 100 HR Tech Influencer, SHRM Top 30 Under 30 Award winner, one of Forbes Magazine's Kevin Cruz's top 100 employee engagement experts in the world, and a frequently cited HR and startup thought leader in publications such as Forbes, HR Magazine, Business Week, Amex Open Forum, Money Magazine, and more. Joey, welcome to the show. I am so glad to be here, Daniela. And we're glad to have you. So why don't we start by asking, Why did you choose to start a podcast and how it has evolved from the initial idea to where you are today? Ooh, such a good question, right? Everyone loves a good origin story. I started my podcast called Business Life and Coffee because I remember all of the, or most of the conversations that have propelled me far in life or in business, they've actually happened in a coffee shop. And what I mean by that is meetings with mentors, friends, colleagues, where we were just in a comfortable setting and able to share advice with one another. And as I made a climb through my career uh, and now having a, a business that uh, has been in business for 10 years, you know, I thought, wouldn't it be great if everyone had access to coffee shop conversations? Wouldn't it be great if people who didn't have access to mentors were able to be a fly on the wall of two people talking or sometimes myself with the solo episodes, just sharing practical advice to level up in business or in life. And so that's why I started my podcast over five years ago. We're at, uh, we're almost at 300 episodes now. We uh, produce them once a week. I took a break for uh, since February until about mid-April because I had the birth of my second child. And I think that was just the, the point where I was like, all right, I got to take a break. I've been going at this <laughs> totally. thing. There's two little ones running around here now. So I have to say no to something. But how has it evolved since then? Um, well, the production value has changed quite a bit because my first episode, I'll never forget, was an episode called, Does Your Spouse Know How Much You Make? And uh, it was an episode where I did it You know, I didn't have all this gear that I have now. I didn't have the team that I have now. 
And it's just been awesome to level up the production value. The dynamic roster of guests that I've had on the show, everyone from a friend of mine, Ashley Graham, who's a supermodel, uh, Will Dean, the CEO of Tough Mudder, uh, really phenomenal voices in HR, Lori Rudiman uh, comes to mind, and even the athletic trainer for the LA Lakers, who is uh, Khloe Kardashian's personal trainer. Oh my um, God. On my show. So it's a dynamic hodgepodge of conversations, almost like a choose your fate of like pick one episode, learn something new in another area of life, pick another episode, learn something new in an area of your business. And I just love that because that's how my brain works. And hopefully out there, there are people whose brain works like that too. Uh, but that's my podcast, why I've started it. And it's just evolved into a force for busy professionals to consume you know, mentorship conversations. And uh, that part has stayed true from the start till now. I love it. Intimate conversations, almost 300 episodes in, you know, this variety of people. I love it, man. Congratulations on your podcast. Um, about that, I wanted to ask, what's the number one way you think the podcast has helped you and your business? Well, um, the podcast has helped me in my business by showing the world that Jumpstart is a credible presence that you can get access to, uh, not just behind a website, not just behind social media, but you can actually get to learn from and talk to uh, some of the people that are part of the brand. So I've had uh, mentees on the show. I've had staff members on the show, contractors on the show. And uh, for people who are like, can we trust Jumpstart? Or do I really believe in the CEO and what he's all about? They're able to hear my reflections and conversations on various topics. So that's been helpful. I think there is also something to be said about putting your URL on a podcast and that gets blasted to several distribution sites. So a link to your website is in people's phones, is on their laptops, it's on their smartwatches. So, so the SEO of it helps with presence and, and, and top of mind. And because I'm talking weekly, it allows me to improve my public speaking skills so that the podcast is almost my gym. It's me getting reps in before I go to a keynote or before I do a guest podcast or before I do something else. So personally and collectively, the podcast has been really helpful for the Jumpstart brand and for myself as well. I love it. How podcasts can be a tool to bring, you know, mindfulness training, help your employees and help you get your word out and get credibility for your clients. I think it's a podcast is a great tool. And I think you just said a lot of reasons why. But I wanted to know, how do you think using a podcast helps you grow your thought leadership and why a podcast can be a great employee development tool on that note. Yeah. Well, as far as helping to develop thought leadership, like I said, we have produced episodes pretty much weekly for five years. And so you can't get onto a show and not have something valuable to say. You'll not only not grow your audience, but you'll lose your audience. And so it's been a, a good challenge to always have something to say of value and to help people when I step in front of a microphone and do a podcast. So that is one of the ways that has helped with my thought leadership. Another way is because of the diversity of topics and the diversity of guests, 
it's allowed me to even stir up the views and opinions that I have about certain things and be able to riff with the best and brightest minds. So to have a show with someone like a Cecile Alper LaRue, who in my industry is, you know, a rock star uh, for those in the HR technology space and the HR space, uh, you know, we're, you know, peer to peer in that moment where we're just talking about ideas. And so it helps you gain confidence. It helps you uh, um, juggle your brain for ways and to add value. Um, and again, the reps, it just, you learn how to communicate better. And then as far as how it can help as a employee development tool, I mean, we think that YouTube is a vast library of videos that can be used for training. There are countless podcasts out there that people could either subscribe to and learn or pick episodes, you know, one episode from this podcast, one episode from that podcast and level up their skills. Because one thing about podcasters is uh, that, or at least successful podcasters, is that they're all on the cutting edge of helping you develop, helping you learn something new, helping you challenge your brain, challenge your thought process. So using podcasting for employee development, it's free, it's easy, and you can do it at scale because you can have many people listen to a podcast episode and then do a lunch and learn or just have sessions where you're thinking about, you know, well, what do we learn in that podcast? How do we want to apply it to our business? How do we want to apply it to our life? So those are my thoughts on on that question. Yeah, I think it's really important that what you just said, I think that someone that's making a podcast is someone that really wants to share what they know and help others grow. And having a being a host, and especially you that you've been with your podcast for five years, as you said, it helps you, first of all, keep updated. You're always updated with what's going on. And I think it brought, like it helps you broaden your mind to a point where you're open to hear whatever it's out there and if it makes sense. Yeah. Like you know, the truth is not it's not only your truth. You know what I mean? Exactly. And and if I can if I could riff on that for a second, because there was a time when I first started my podcast where I thought I only had to have people on my show that I agree with. And what that did for me is it put me in a box where, oh, you can only listen to Business Life and Coffee if you believe X, Y, or Z. But over the years, I've learned that you can have people on your show that challenge what you believe and you can have healthy conversations to challenge what they believe. And that just allows you to attract a wider audience for the purpose of having healthy conversation, healthy dialogue. So I was actually on a, I was a guest on a podcast the other day and the host said, you know, well, Joey, what's one thing I could do to improve? And I said, hey, I think the conversation went well, but challenge your guest, you know, even if you don't do it for yourself, because you may have someone on that you agree with, that you love, that you have been following for a while. There's someone listening to your show that says, well, what do they mean by that? Or I don't agree, or I see life differently. So even be able to challenge your guests uh, or have people and have conversations where there's healthy dialogue of, of different opinions, that is a, a great way to have an authentic show too, where it's not just contrived and in a box and fully produced and you know get gritty with it, get authentic with it and uh, go to blows in a healthy way. And I think um, makes for a good conversation. Completely agree with you. I yeah. think that sometimes it's best to have conversations with people, healthy conversations with people that think completely different than you. Because sometimes when you have a conversation with someone that 
maybe thinks exactly like you, but don't want to listen to any other point of view, that's not a healthy conversation. And that doesn't really help you. It gets you to be an extremist in your right. own opinion, and it never helps you grow. So right. I, love, I love your advice, man. I love your advice. Thank you. Um, and talking about advice, what's been the biggest mistake you've made and the biggest lesson you've learned in the process of doing your podcast? Well, I've made several mistakes. I continue to make several <laughs> mistakes. So I don't want anyone to think that I have the perfect podcast by any means. I think one mistake that I make, and it's something that we, we make about a lot of things we do in life, is assuming that everyone knows that I have a podcast even in my close circle, or even in the people that follow me on social media or clients of ours, assuming that they know that we have a podcast. Hey, I, I, I created something five years ago that I believe in that has a purpose, but I haven't done as well as I could to tell people and to remind people. And so, you know, over the years, we've developed a marketing strategy and have brought folks on to help market But even that, I think, could be taken to another notch when I hear, you know, great podcasters out there like Hala Talal. She's like, yeah, we do paid marketing. We do paid campaigns. You know, we get our message in front of people. We invest those dollars. And our growth has mostly been organic, social media, word of mouth. But to run a, a paid campaign, I think that puts you in front of more listeners. So my biggest, I think, flaw of, of many is just not uh, getting the word out enough. Yeah, you got to be your first and greatest advocate, I think. That's right. I completely agree. What about what's been your experience with monetization with your podcast? Have you done it? Has it been successful for how long have you been doing it? Well, I haven't been successful with ad. And that is likely due to the fact that I don't have a strong system in place to intake ads, price ads appropriately, write ad copy, That all is on the roadmap for my podcast. Um, but what I have been able to do, and this goes back to the thought leadership, is really own a space, own a corner in the world in my niche. And so if there are groups that want access to my audience, or if they want to announce a new initiative, or have a speaker from their organization, you know, dialogue with me, then we'll do, we'll do sponsored episodes. And I'll bundle that as a part of an influencer campaign where I'll say, hey, you have this great thing that you want to tell the world about. Let's get on the podcast where we can hear the heart behind the, behind the brand. And then we'll do some social posts, some blogs, whatever the case may be. But if you want to connect with people, you want to have a podcast. And so we've been pretty successful with the sponsored episodes. It's not something that we seek out because we don't want the essence of the show to be too watered down or feel too commercial. But under the right circumstances, if there are brands I believe in and they want to you know, get in front of our audience, I think we were in 142 countries last year, okay, uh, had an incredible amount of downloads. You know, If, if people want to get in front of our audience, it's got to be a win-win. So I'm happy to do it. Yeah. People. So if you want to monetize like Joe, it's doing it, just get some brands that you believe in, that you think are worth of your platform, because your podcast is a platform for your audience. And you need to think about them as people that is there and believing you. So believe in the, in the brands that you bring in. Um, I love that, Joey. Um, what about number one hack, like podcast hack that you think people really need to know about starting or growing or maintaining a podcast? 
my biggest hack would be to batch your episode. And what I mean by that is to record multiple episodes in one day or multiple episodes in one week so that you feel less anxiety around having to do the same thing each and every week, having to record an episode and then lose the file. And then you have to figure out and scramble, what are you going to do next? (laughs) That's been a mistake where I I had an episode up on the cloud too long and the place where it was stored, I didn't realize that you can only keep things there for 15 days. I've had to redo episodes with guests, like big time guests say, hey, wow, God. I lied and said, oh, something happened with the audio quality of our episode. I really want to do it over. But really, I had lost the file because I didn't realize the server that it was on only let you for, for 15 days. So batch your episodes because that gives you peace of mind about promoting as well. It gives you more time to think about how to promote an episode. Uh, and so I, that's my thing is we will do, I have like two episodes in the can right now that I can roll out as needed. And um, the times where I do solo episodes, I'll take an hour, hour and a half, and I'll record you know three to four episodes. And they're different topics. They've been researched, they've been planned. And that way I give it to my producer editors and say, hey, let's schedule these at a certain time. And then that way I'm done for a month, right? Yeah, so you have a backup uh, there. Yeah, yeah. So that's my big thing is take advantage of time management with, with podcasting and batch your episodes. Well, I love it, Joey. Thank you for your time. Is there anything else? Please tell our listeners where to find you, everything you want them to know. Is there any last thought you want to put out there before we finish this amazing session. Well, Daniela, again, I just want to say thank you for having me on the show. You didn't have to do it, but here we are. So now you're stuck with me for an episode and I hope your listeners found value. (laughs) Reach out to me on social media. I am, I'm actually, that's actually me. I'm actually on my handles. So uh, Joey V Price HR on Twitter on Instagram. I'm mostly on Instagram these days. I pop in in Clubhouse rooms sometimes. So you can just follow me, Joey V. Price HR there. But LinkedIn is a great place to stay connected with me too. Um, and for those who are interested in, in working with me or working with my company for uh, HR services, you can check us out at jumpstart-hr.com. Well, people, you've learned it, you've heard it. And Joey, I'm really thankful for your time. I think you're awesome. Please, people, go and listen to Joey's podcast. All the resources that you need to reach out to him are going to be in our show notes. Joey, thank you for your time. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thanks for tuning in to the Smooth Podcast. Be sure to visit us at smoothpodcasting.com and follow us on social media for resources, show notes, and all you want to know about podcasting.